0: Hi, welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabus. As you know, my passion in life is to write about the things that move me with the hope that they move you too. And as I explained when I first introduce the All There Is podcast in the very first episode. With this podcast, my mission is to share, connect, shift paradigms so that we can make our world a little bit smaller as we all experience this humanity that we're all enmeshed in, right? Well, one of my other passions in life is leadership. And I've spent a very long career in business and in the corporate world. And I've learned a few things about leadership. And I'm also very passionate about that. It's something that moves. So of course, I like to share what I've learned in the hopes that it can help someone else on their leadership journey. And so I have created another podcast called Here to Lead. It's been published for a little over a year now, about as long as All There Is. I just don't talk about it much on this podcast. But I wanted to do a little crossover event today because I wanted to let this audience know, you've all been really faithful listeners to All There Is. I wanted to let you know that I have a new book out, and it's called Here to Lead, Mastering the Art of Leadership in Order to Execute Strategy, Advance Change, and Drive Results. And it's something that I've been passionately working on for the last four or five years. It's finally in print. And I did a little episode launching that. And I wanted to share that with you with the hopes that you or someone you might know might also be passionate about leadership and be looking for something that could help you bring it to life on a daily basis. I hope you enjoy. If you're interested, check it out. You'll get all the information in the podcast episode. And until we meet again, take care. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in today and welcome to Here to Lead. I'm really excited today and excited to share this episode with you because I get to announce that Here to Lead, the book, is published and available for sale. Yay! You can find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, and you can also go to my website, kellybargabas.com. There are links to those places. If you have enjoyed the podcast and found the information useful, I think you'll really like the book, and it and it could be a valuable tool to have on your shelf. So I just want to spend a few minutes in this episode breaking down what the book is, why I wrote it, who it is for, and why you need it. Obviously, if you're listening right now, you're familiar with this podcast. I actually started the book first about four years ago. I knew I wanted to write it, and I began outlining it and began thinking through my thoughts and what I wanted to share, and I probably wrote about half of it, but I found myself a little stuck and thought it needed more life. I decided to start the podcast for that reason. I could tell the book was going to take a while, and I wanted to get information out there because I thought I could help people. And also, I thought that by preparing and publishing the podcast, it would help me finish writing the book, and it has. So, anyway, just a little bit of background there, but let's talk about the book, why I wrote it, and why you need it. First of all, let's start with the title. The title of the book is Here to Lead Mastering the Art of Leadership in order to execute strategy, advance change. And drive results. And in the beginning of the book, I include an author's note just to sort of explain why I wrote it. Throughout my career, I've seen a serious gap between what it takes to become a good leader and what it takes to get things done. So many leaders appear to have it all on paper, the experience, the title, the fancy corner office, but struggle to bring their leadership to life when it really matters. And with the benefit of experience, perspective, and enough years behind me now to look back, take a breath, and evaluate, I see clearly that there were a few defining moments in my career that stand out. The first occasion was when I was working in public accounting in order to earn my CPA. As an auditor for a regional firm, I had the opportunity to work on all aspects of the audit, from planning to testing to compiling the financial statements, and I was also able to complete the tax return. So that really allowed me to see the entire engagement from start to finish. You don't always get the benefit of that if you work for one of the really large firms, um, but i i had I was able to do that, and it was great and At one point, a few years in to working at the the c p a firm, the flow from transaction to general ledger account to financial statement suddenly clicked and made perfect sense to me. That ability to understand how all of it works together has never left me and I consider myself fortunate because i've also realized throughout my career that this doesn't happen for everyone at the same rate. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Some people got it a lot faster than I did. Maybe they got it in college. It took me some real-life experience to, to make it all click into place. But I've also noticed that sometimes it doesn't happen at all. The second major revelation came about 20 years into my career. I had moved from a small operation where I was the CFO, COO, to a larger office in a major city, and, and suddenly I was a vice president on a management committee of 10 to 12 other executives and senior leaders, so I was suddenly part of a bigger team. I distinctly remember a time when I looked around the table at my colleagues and realized that I was indeed capable, talented, intelligent. I had earned my seat. I had spent my career with a deep desire to work hard, to do a good job, to become a good leader, And I realized that I had achieved much of what I had so sincerely and earnestly desired. And that allowed me to settle into a new confidence that was both unexpected and rewarding. It really caught me off guard. I have to say that I I really enjoyed it. It was a, a very pleasant surprise to sort of reach that place in my career. And it was during this time when I began to realize that being a good leader wasn't enough. This epiphany was the genesis for Here to Lead. I loved this company and the work that I did, but I noticed that as a leadership team, we spun our wheels a lot. We talked about the same things over and over again. Every management meeting seemed to be regurgitating the same old status of stale projects. And I began to watch and observe and seek to understand what was happening and why. I worked with talented, smart, clever, and motivated people. There was no doubt in my mind about that. They challenged me all day every day to be better, to do better. It took everything for me to keep up with them. And yet, we still struggled to actually execute on projects, hit our deadlines, and implement change. And so I became fascinated with the idea of finding the reasons we were struggling. I changed jobs and moved to a senior leadership role in another city with another team of amazing and talented people and was surprised that we had the same struggles again within the pages of here to lead is the real life business case study generated from my experience, regardless of where you are on the leadership spectrum experienced or new, aspiring or accomplished, Here to Lead, the book, is a resource or tool that you can keep in your office, on your desk, in your bag, or at home, that you can turn to over and over again for practical tools insight, and advice on how to bring your leadership to life on a daily basis. If you are a leader, there's no doubt that you are facing challenges like leading staff through change, making quality decisions, or staying on track with strategy. It is my sincere hope that you will find the answers you need in this book. I truly believe that leadership is an art or a craft that will be practiced and perfected throughout our careers. This book is also for leaders who have come to realize that they need more than just the, the typical soft skills and attributes that you learn about in a classroom or in most leadership books. You need practical tools that actually show you how to do it, how to bring it to life. There are 15,000 books on leadership in current publication, and most of them focus on how to become a leader. What skills do you need? What attributes do you need? Rather than on what to do when you're a leader. How do you get stuff done? And that's where I believe this book is a little bit different because it really focuses on how do you do it? Give me some, give me some tricks. Give me some tools. Give me some examples. Give me some exercises to do. Tell me how you did it. And maybe I can figure out a way to apply that. So maybe you're thinking, you know what? I don't have time to do the hard work. I don't have time to read a book on how to bring my leadership to to life. I need to get this figured out. Or I'm going to be in real trouble at my job. Maybe I'm going to get fired. Or maybe I want to quit. I just want to give up trying to be a good leader. Or maybe you've said to yourself, you know, I, I don't have time to put in this work. I need something that's going to help me right now, tomorrow. I'm in crisis and I need to be able to just snap my fingers and be a good leader. And I understand. I know exactly where you're coming from because I've been there and I get it. A couple of years ago during the Q&A portion of a leadership workshop I was hosting, a man raised his hand and asked me a question and he was very sincere and solemn. And he said, you know, he wasn't just trying to heckle me. He just said, you know... What do you do if you're burned out? What if you're tired of leadership? And what if I just don't want to be a leader anymore? It was a great question, and one I wasn't expecting. I thought he was going to ask me something about the material I had just presented. I had spent two hours on the four anchors of Here to Lead. But here he was. He was struggling. He was exhausted and wondering if he really wanted to keep doing any of this leadership work. It had become too hard. I understood. He was at that leadership conference searching for answers to help him figure out what to do next. And so the room full of strangers looked at me silently, waiting expectantly for my words of wisdom and insight. And I'm sure there were other people like him in that room at that time who were frustrated and burned out as well. Like I said, I knew where he was coming from. I'd been there before. I've been in a leadership position that we traditionally call middle management, where you're stuck between a staff that you're trying to manage and motivate and corral, And a senior leadership team who has you running in too many directions, putting out fires, and they may not even be good leaders themselves, but you report to them, right? They're your boss. They're driving the organization. So you're stuck in this layer between staff and senior leadership. This can be a really tough place to be. You want to be a good leader so badly, but you're left drained at the end of the day, and you feel out of control of your day and your time. You feel out of control of your leadership. And I believe the person who asked that question that day was frustrated because he was probably experiencing some of these things at work, but he was also frustrated because he wasn't sure how to bring his leadership to life on a daily basis. He wasn't seeing the results he needed or desired. And of course, that is frustrating. So here's how I answered his question with what I truly have come to believe, and that is... That authentic leadership is the most critical skill that will allow us to execute strategy, advance change, and drive results. And it is the practical insight, the exercises, and the tools that accompany these four anchors that will transform your leadership from a static idea on paper... To life, It will transform your leadership from frustration on a daily basis, from burnout, from wanting to give up and throw in the towel and call it quits, to actually feeling in control of your leadership, in control of your career, in control of your time and your staff and your team, and the output that you're providing your organization. Leadership is an art, and like most artists, our craft is a lifelong study of trying different techniques that evolve with our experience, our situations, and our culture. What works today may not work tomorrow. But the important thing is is that we have tools, resources, and examples to access when we need them. So the, these four anchors, leadership, execute, strategy, advance change, drive results, the insight, the exercises, the tools, the guardrails, the time in the seat are the things that will transform your leadership. These are the things that will lead you from frustration to success, from discontent to satisfaction. I truly believe that frustration, burnout, exhaustion, and wanting to walk away from being a leader is a direct result of trying to keep our leadership in the fancy living room. And if you don't know what I'm talking about there, go back and listen to, I think it's episode four, The Fate of the Fancy Living Room. And it's really this, that so often we spend time, money, education, our careers investing in and building this beautiful shrine to leadership like a lot of people do in their homes when they have a fancy living room or a fancy den that no one is allowed in because they need to keep it in pristine condition all the time. But living rooms are meant to be lived in, right? They're meant to be used. We spend all this money to buy houses and we decorate them and buy all these things that we surround ourselves with because we want to live there. We want to experience it. Leadership is the same way. Leadership is meant to be used It's meant to be lived in It doesn't do anyone any good To have your leadership look good on paper Or to sit in your office all day And avoid the hard conversations And the tough decisions And not know what to do or how to do it That does not benefit anyone So we need to avoid the fate Of the fancy living room And instead of looking for the quick answer The silver bullet, the magic pill The life hack We need to embrace the practical the uncomplicated, the simple yet hard work to bring our leadership to life on a daily basis. It is hard. It is work, but it's worth it. It's worth it. We need to lead. It's what we're here for. So in this book, what you're going to find is that that acronym LEAD which is leadership to execute strategy, advance change and drive results. Those are the four anchors as we move through the book and the lessons contained in the pages. We're going to start, each section starts with a quote about leadership. It's followed by chapters that further explore the topic, whether it's leadership or executing strategy, advancing change or driving results. And we're going to um, examine various problems and challenges that leaders face. And I suggest some solutions, some tools, some exercises that can help you overcome each obstacle. You'll find what I call guardrails. Guardrails keep you from going off a cliff, right? Or veering over the center line in the road into a head-on collision. In this context, in this book, guardrails are real-life practical tools that will help you in your day-to-day leadership and keep you centered on the right path. There's some truth bombs that will challenge and provoke you. There's time in the seat, which is really just practice, 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 and exercises so that you can um, develop your craft of leadership. And then there's headlines at the end of every section that will summarize the most important things for you to remember. You know, there has been different points in my life many, many times, and still happens sometimes today, where I fantasize. About being a waitress again. I waitressed, I started waitressing when I was about 15 years old, and I waitressed through high school and all through college. And, uh, you know, after college, I got a quote unquote real job and stopped waitressing. But I waitressed for a long time, and I was pretty good at it. I was a good waitress. And there have been times throughout my career where I fantasized actively about how nice it would be to go back and be a waitress. Now, it really doesn't make any sense, right? You know, I was making more money than waitresses typically make. I didn't have to be on my feet all day. I didn't have to you know, sling hash and clean tables and bus tables and, you know, deal with whiny, needy customers. It's like, who would fantasize about going back to being a waitress, right? Like, doesn't even make any sense. But I've also discovered that the reason I was fantasizing about that is because I was burned out at work. I was frustrated. And what I was really fantasizing about was, man, i I want to go back to the days where I wasn't a leader. I didn't have a staff to manage. I could just show up, do my work, work my shift, even though it was really hard work, and then go home at night, count my tips, and start over fresh the next day. I didn't have to deal... With managing a staff and dealing with a senior leadership team, you know, I was just really in the moment. And I didn't have to worry about executing strategy and advancing change and driving results. I just had to show up and do a good job. And I know now that it was because I was frustrated. I was having a hard time knowing what to do with the leadership I was developing. I was having a hard time on overcoming obstacles and figuring out how to fight fires on a daily basis basis and, you know, all those things. And I'm sure... I'm not alone in this. I'm I'm willing to bet that somebody listening to this probably has had similar fantasies. Maybe you weren't a, wait, a waitress, but maybe you longed for the days when you used to mow lawns for a living or you used to babysit or, you know, you were an entry-level worker and you were working in the call center and you could work your shift and go home. I think it's a pretty common fantasy to have, honestly. I know now that it's because I was just lacking the tools that I needed to really be effective in my leadership. And when we feel like we spend our days and our time being ineffective, it's really frustrating and unsatisfying and can really make you unhappy and unfulfilled in your career. If I say all these things to tell you that I believe this book is something that you need in your arsenal. I think you need it on your bookshelf. I think you need it in your bag. I think you need it in your corner. To help you figure out what to do on Monday morning, on Wednesday afternoon, in the conference room, in the hallway, in good times, and in crisis. This is the book that you need. I also think it's a great book to buy, you know, if you're struggling with your boss. I've suggested before that you share podcast episodes as a great way to open a conversation, open a door. And sharing this book also with your team. And also maybe with your boss would be a great way to get some conversation started and read through some of the exercises and examples and figure out, you know, how you could make it work in your own culture and in your own organization. Again, I'm really excited to share this with you. This is my passion. I have a little bit of a teacher's heart in me. I love to teach. I love to uh, share knowledge. I love to help people. I love to coach One of the things that has really come out of this podcast and writing this book and has developed for me over the last couple of years is I really love to lead people. I really love to coach people and I really love to help them. So that is the heart in which this comes from and I hope you receive it. You can go to kellybargabas.com to get more information about me. You can listen to all the past podcast episodes are out there. So please start from the beginning and catch up and check out the book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. I appreciate your support. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you buy the book, please review it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble and give me a shout out. I would appreciate it. In podcast episodes to come, I plan on continuing leadership lessons. I'm going to do more buzzword breakdowns, and I'm going to do more coaching questions. So stay tuned for future episodes, and we'll continue to learn and grow together. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate your time. We'll talk soon.